0: Hello, my name is Lulu Aleman. I am a senior at UTEP. My major is organization and corporate communications with a minor in commercial music. This episode's name will go ahead and be Reinas de Jortería. We will go ahead and talk about dry queens in Mexico as well as uh, dry queens that have um, descendants of Mexican culture. And we'll go ahead and elaborate as far as uh, the term of drag queen. Drag queens, also known as drag artists, have made the ultimate comeback in our society. 50, 60 years ago, people that were soon to be known as drag queens were nothing, they were hiding, they were scared for their lives probably didn't even understand what they were feeling but to elaborate dry queens are usually men it is a male-dominated industry and i would say that usually not in all cases but they are usually run by gay men and this community of dry queen they do not you know discriminate or say no, you know you can't be part of our show. You can't be one of us. They are very open as far as any gender and sexual identity. To go into more detail, drag queens are similar to cross dressers. Um, they this is all for entertainment purposes. Um, as far as shows that go from lip singing. Uh, dancing, going to gay pride parades, drag pageants, um, competing for prize money. They go ahead and exaggerate and glorify women features. They kind of go into like a character, as other people could put it. But when they are into character as a queen... For most cases, they do like to be referred to as she or her because they are in character. Why would you refer to someone who looks like a woman as he or him pronouns? Now everybody is different. Not everybody likes to go by the rules and that's the great thing about the LGBT community is that the rules are very bent. Um, I would say most of the time they just throw out the rules. You can be what you are, do what you want, and they all have one goal, which is to drag queen, to go ahead and perform. And in Mexico, drag queens do like to be, or I'm sorry, they like to go ahead and um, be people that are famous, like Jenny Rivera, uh, Selena Um, I've also heard in some cases where people, not people, sorry, but drag queens, they sometimes also like to go ahead and uh, be the character of Juan Gabriel. So it's a very complex society where you won't be judged at all. Just to clear up if there's any confusion, drag queens are not transgendered people or are not transgender women some may be if that's how they identify but these are not men who want to be women these men are fine with being the gender they are born with they are fine with being a man and living a man lifestyle whether they be gay or whether they be straight or bi Um, Whatever sexual orientation that they do identify, but these men are okay with being men. They do not want to transition into a woman to be a woman forever. They simply take on characters where they have the confidence and the positivity and they don't care what other people think. Other people's opinions don't matter. They they care they go ahead and put get put on a character to perform and this is all again gonna be for entertainment purposes so all in all they are men who cross dress as women in dry clothing and makeup and they go ahead and put on a show (laughs) Next, I would like to go ahead and answer the question: Why? Why is this important? And what is hotería, as given in my title, Reinas de joteria This topic here of dry queens, Mexico or United States, dry queens in general, it is important because, as I mentioned before, they have made the ultimate comeback. Nobody would have thought that they could ever be as big as they are today in today's society and and today's generation. It's great to see a generation where we can combine with other generations to come forward with the truth, and that is breaking gender norms, before I talk about the reappropriation of the term Joteria, I would like to go ahead and make sure that everybody understands the term of reappropriation. It is a linguistic reappropriation, uh, meaning that um, people of that culture, specifically of of uh, in this case Joteria, which is going to be more of a mex more of the Mexican culture society, they go ahead and reclaim the word that was previously used to talk down on the group as an insult and as a derogatory term. Joteria is a reappropriated word that comes from Mexican queerness. It first came or derived from the term in Spanish um joto or jota and this term i'm pretty sure many know to be a very insulting degrading term towards people of queerness and i would actually say that i feel that 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 word was more more directed towards gay men in mexican society latin society uh, yeah, Latin society and, and basically a very, very ugly slur. And luckily with the reappropriation of the word, they now have reappropriated it to be joteria, which is representation of Mexican queerness. It is no longer a bad and derogatory term. They have changed it, and they have seen the better light in it. (music) Lastly on this episode, I would like to go ahead and answer some major questions that arose while I was doing research on our topics of Reinas de Joteria, specifically in Mexico. The first person I would say who is a highly influenced in the drag community is going to be Bianca de Rio. She started her career in 1993 and she is still present today, um, continuing her career as far as um, drag race. She's also done acting as well as costume design. She is actually better known as being the first Latina uh, winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, which was in season six, and she now has a net worth of over $4 million. Bianca de Rio has also had so much inspiration on both sides of the border in Mexico as well as United States, as she is um one of the most powerful drag queens in America ranking at top 100 the next inspirational drag queen that i found is going to be valentina who is also a ranking of a top 100 um most powerful drag queens in america and she also did take upon of her drag queen name valentina after the mexican hot sauce Valentina is highly influenced in the drag queen Mexican uh, society because she brings her culture, her personal culture, which is going to be Mexican descent, and she brings it to combine with her drag race. She does a segment in one of her shows where she actually um, recreates a wedding dress that her mother wore at the time when she was marrying her father. The great thing about Valentina is that she actually has not been in the drag queen industry very long. Um, she is, um, she started it late, early 2015s before she got onto the show of Rue Paul's Drag Race. So I, I believe that's very inspirational that you know not only is she like a baby drag queen, but she's absolutely killing it in the industry especially with her driven name of Valentina which i don't know what doesn't what else doesn't scream that i am mexicana than to have the name of Valentina our next question that i am going to go ahead and answer is how does the community welcome drag queens um as i mentioned before Dry queens Mexico and United States they do not um, discriminate or judge you based off of sexual orientation or gender so it is a very open community and I would say it is on the high rise specifically in Mexico because um, they did actually start a show off of YouTube which I would say is very impressive have a youtube show of la mas dragas which is mexico's first drag reality show and if you notice in the name la mas dragas meaning um, roughly more drag i would say it was it's definitely like a very healthy competition um for like united states versus mexico because essentially in that title's name for their drag show they're saying they're more drag so i would say it's a very healthy competition um to have and i think it's great how youtube is the first platform as far as mexico's first reality show My last couple of questions that I did um, have uh, within the drag community is, how are people reacting online to drag queens, shows, um, performances, and things like that? Um, You know, people are, are people now uh, in the term of people where they troll, where you're just constantly um trying to get people mad saying things that are very um gaslighting and essentially it's just hate online towards the drag community um living in the year of 2021 people are still gonna be quote unquote hating drag queens um i have actually looked through instagrams of valentina as well as bianca de rio and both of these um drag queens they have and are not afraid of you know posting their content but as far as finding finding hate comments you know there are still people that you know put in their little slick comments about well, you know, it's essentially it's just hate, hatred. The great thing, though, is if you compare comments of today's 2021 perspective versus if we were in the 2000s era and I'm talking about 2002, 2006, 2000s, the twenty uh, yeah, 22,000s. Um, I would say there was a lot more hate and trolling and gaslighting towards drag queens. And essentially, it was because people just did not understand these people. They did not understand why men wanted to cross-dress and perform as women. It was something unfamiliar. And especially in the um, in Mexico society, um, machismo versus Jotaria, It's um very. It can be very dangerous, um especially because um as we all know in Mexico, a lot of things can go hidden, and not and it's totally different than how it is in the United States. In the United States, you know, we have hate crimes now where specifically driven hate. Crime charges you can end up doing time for, so as far as in Mexico and to Mexican drag art artists, there are still few very there's still comments there, but I would say that it is not as bad as it was in the two thousands, and I have actually personally gone through the comments I mean thousands hundreds and thousands of people comment on their photos so looking through all the comments you know I was able to you know find a few comments scrolling 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 you know find a couple more comments but I would say that probably about maybe 80 to 85 percent of the comments on people drag queens content is more positive now than it is negative. The additional question that we have in this, um, topic as far as hate is going to be, is it dangerous for members of the LT- LGBT plus community to express themselves outside of their gender in Mexico? After doing research upon, um, this question, I did find a couple of stories where, where the LGBT youth of Mexico it can be dangerous for them to come out reading into more stories of, of LGBT members in Mexico community I did find many stories where sometimes people were outed to their families um, sometimes they were shunned kicked out jumped and to the extreme sometimes Drag queens or people of the l g b t community can also sometimes be killed um it's It's extremely unfair, and to even have to think that or to even have to live in a world where you are afraid to be who you want to be is is just not a way. It's not fair to people to have to hide who they are or to have to um, bring out, quote-unquote, some sort of machismo to show, you know, they are a man or to make people back up because it it can be very dangerous for people, especially the youth. And in every story that I've read... It's always about parents or friends, family reacting horrible when people come out and then it becoming a process as far as years going by before they eventually accept or tolerate it. After thinking about how dangerous that it could be as far as the extreme of being killed for being who you want to be, it made me think that mexico is highly um influence of catholicism um religion Uh, i mean i visited mexico a couple times i do have family there personally so i would say the big thing there is always religion and i did grow up in catholicism as well and I would say that it's always been that to be gay is a sin. It's bad to change your gender. Forget about it. I mean, LGBT is just a no-go as far as my personal experience. Um, I mean, I've had very similar circumstances as far as coming out. And then, you know, my family reacting bad. Years go by. Okay, they're okay with it now. Nope, they're not okay with it. They're just tolerating it. So, I mean... To be a drag queen in Mexico today, these women have the bravery to be who they want to be and are not afraid to stand up to people and to live their life because essentially that's all they want to do is just live life how they want to. And that is certainly a right that every human being has these topics here are very heavy um there is always going to be more information and more in-depth research that we can do but for today's episode this is the research that i have brought upon and to anybody that is out there specifically in mexico i hope that you can be who you are and i hope that you are not afraid thank you so much and have a good day Thank